Welcome to Our Morning Take, the podcast where our goal here is to describe for you the movie that is going on in our head when we read the Bible. Hey, it's Tuesday, January the 23rd. 23rd, yes. Today is the 23rd. This is episode number 17 on season two. And uh, we're having a great time in, in the house. Yes. Special Persons Day today, January 23rd, 1955. Uh, Wanda Johnson was born. Mm. So uh, Happy birthday, Wanda. Yeah, happy yeah. birthday, Wanda. I believe she's 69. We were figuring it out. Like, man, where's the time gone? Mm. But anyway, uh, yeah, happy birthday, uh, Wanda, uh, the mother of uh, four of my grandkids. So there you go. Or grandmother. Grandmother of four of my grandkids. How can you be the mother of my grandkids? What is this, Kentucky? <laughs> is that banjo music? <laughs> banjo music. We've been in Exodus. Uh, we've been talking about Moses. Um, we, Moses has grown up to be a man at 40 years old. God has revealed himself to him that he is actually a Hebrew. Uh, it enters into his heart that he is a Hebrew. He realizes that. We, we studied in X, uh, Acts chapter 7 and Hebrews chapter 11. And we get the whole picture with Exodus that, that Moses, even though he was raised in Pharaoh's house, he knew that he, was not, he did not belong there. And he chose to actually go be with his people and share in that affliction. Yes. And um, we discussed over the weekend, it wasn't a pretty breakup with the house of Pharaoh. It could not have mm. been. There's no way. No yeah. way. We've mentioned in the podcast last week that uh, Moses' mother is probably either the mother or aunt of the current Pharaoh, because this is the third Pharaoh since Moses was born. So uh, more than likely, yeah, she was in Pharaoh's ear uh, when this disaster comes upon Moses and he kills this Egyptian and the news spreads like wildfire. Uh, it gets back to Pharaoh's house and I'm sure his mom, his Egyptian mom, is very disappointed in him. Uh, Pharaoh's very disappointed in him and looking to kill him. He flees and leaves and goes to this land of Midian where he rescues uh, Jethro's daughters from some bandits at the well. Yes. And uh, the rest is history. Jethro gives him his daughter Zipporah and they have a son Gershom and that's about where we're at in the story. Yeah, and what's even more interesting about the story is that, you know, Moses is God's inside man. So he's raised up in the house of Pharaoh so he knows all mm. the ins and out of everything that goes on. He knows how they're going to react to any situation. So when he kills a guy and he has to flee, Moses knows that they're probably going to go to Goshen looking for him. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to go the opposite way. Mm. Yeah. So he heads down. He doesn't even go back to the land of his fathers. Nope. He heads down to Midian, which is southeast instead of northeast, which is where he should have went. He ends up uh, close to this mountain, Mount Horeb. Nick, do you have any inside information about Mount Horeb? No, no, I was reading over this stuff, but no, I don't have a lot of... I read something that. that said that Mount Horeb was actually considered a sacred mountain even before this burning bush episode. Hmm. And because uh, Jethro is the priest of the Midianites, he would know this. Hmm. So I would not doubt that this burning bush, it doesn't. Uh, it isn't clear in the scripture. So the movie in my head is... Might have actually burned up there for a couple of days. It might have started one day, and the next day Moses yeah. gets up and looks at it and says, dude, and goes in there to his father-in-law and says, there's a bush burning up there on that mountain. And he goes, you know what? That mountain's pretty sacred. So, you know, something special might be going on up there. And Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And even, you know, in the 
de- desert where it's extremely arid, a bush burning up is not a big deal, but this thing ain't going out. Yeah. For you middle schoolers, arid means hot and dry. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there a deodorant named yeah. Arid? Arid extra dry. Arid yeah. extra dry. Yeah. There you go. All right. But so. the movie in my head, just think about the conditions that he endured before he got to Midian. Mm-hmm. Just think about it. I mean, he probably just had a few rations because he had to go on the fly. Yeah, Mama Jacobel probably uh, yeah. packed him up some good stuff. Yeah. Aaron said, "Good riddance." Get rid of that kid. <laughs> Aaron I didn't like him anyway. Yeah, he was growing never, up, growing up in Pharaoh's house. Yeah, he was never good, around. You know, wearing gold chains and rings on every finger. <laughs> I'm eating the slop, making bricks. What's going on? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, there was trouble in that household a little bit, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So now Moses has been gone for forty years. Aaron's grown up. He's a man now. He's he's doing his thing. Uh, Moses turns aside and decides to find out what's going on in this burning bush. Mm -hmm. So last week we we read a little bit of Exodus chapter 3 where the angel of the Lord appeared to him in the blazing fire from the midst of the bush. bush, And uh, the bush wasn't consumed. Moses checks it out. And in verse uh, 7 of Exodus, it says that uh, the Lord tells him, I've seen the affliction of my people. I've heard their cry. And I'm ready to deliver them. I'm aware of their suffering. And so I'm going to use you. And uh, Nick, we were talking about last week, we were talking about as, as God was relating the story to Moses, Moses is happy with all that. Yeah, I know. I've, I've known this for 40 years. It was this newsflash to you now. This has been going on for a long time where they've been oppressing the people. I'm glad that mm-hmm. you finally figured this stuff out. And, uh, and then God says, yeah, and you're going to be the one that go back. And then that's where everything changes for yeah. Moses. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, first off, so his first excuse that we covered last week was, well, who am I? Because I really am nobody, okay? I'm, I'm certainly not the man. I already tried that. I, I went down that path. I killed that Egyptian. I thought I was rescuing a couple of Hebrews. Heck, they turned on me, man. These people, they don't want a savior. They don't want anybody to come rescue them. Yeah, and if they do, it's definitely not me because, you know, look what I just, I just made a whole mess of everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Literally. Yeah, I had to get out of there. So, so he does. He flees out of there. So he knows. But Abe and I was discussing off the air. I kind of want to get your opinion on this too, Nick. I don't know that we have too much of that problem in 2023. Who am I? I think a lot of people think they've heard the voice of the Lord and this is what I'm supposed to do. And they're ready to get on in there and do it. Yeah. When honest to goodness, God hasn't even asked him to do that yet. Yeah, well, if you look at Moses, you know, he was up to 40 years. He's in Egypt. He's learning all this stuff. And then he's in the wilderness for another 40 years. So he's had enough time to be humbled, and then he's ready. But you could tell he's ready because he doesn't think he's ready. Exactly. You know, whereas people, like, they, they go to revival service mm-hmm. and— well, boy, I got really excited. I'm, I'm ready to change the whole world. Yeah, I'm going to be and, the song leader now. Because, and God's yeah. like, okay, well, we're going to start by cleaning the bathrooms. No, and that's, no, I'm supposed to pastor a church. I'm supposed to have a title. He's <laughs> like, well, if you're not humble enough to, to do that, then I'm not using you yet. Yeah. Amen. Not, Amen. And that's what Jesus told his disciples, too. Yeah. I, you just saw me. I'm your Lord. I'm your master. And I washed your feet. So guess what you, know, you need to do? And that's what you need to do. Hmm. So uh, Moses was correct in his... I don't even know that that's actually an excuse, but we're going to call it that. It's like, uh, he, let's call it questions. This was the first, uh, Moses questions God and that, are you sure it's me? Because you know what? Who am I? And, and, and of course, we all do that. We, we all question God whether this is what we're supposed to do. Just like moving to this new ministry, I don't really know, but 
I don't know. It just seems like this is God will open certain doors. And even though I really don't think I'm anybody to do it, I do feel like there's a need here for this ministry and that God will use someone to do this. Amen. And it's like what we were talking over the weekend, you know, when God gives you a message to give someone and it's just like, I don't feel worthy to deliver God's message to anybody because I'm nothing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, but it's just like, it's just so humbling that he's like, you know what? I need you to do that because Nick needs to hear what I have to say. Mm-hmm. And then the most important part of this first question, who am I? The very, the, the most important thing that just glares at you is God's answer to him. His answer was, well, I'll go with you. Yep. So there you are. You know, really, does that not just answer every question? Who am I? Well, you don't worry about who you are because I'm going to go with you. Yeah. So as long mm. as I'm with you, then what do you care what yeah, anybody thinks exactly. about what you're doing, yeah. right? So, uh, so yeah, uh, that's the way it works in, in, in all of our Christian walk. Hmm. Now, Moses has a couple of other questions that we got to, at least one other one that we got to, and we're going to uh, try to get to that a little bit tomorrow. Then we'll get to some fresh new scriptures uh, in the middle of the week. But I yes. do want to get everybody caught up. We don't have to rush through this thing. Not at all. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow.